put it on a shirt, turn it to a show Just to show this ain't a joke I'm never gonna choke when I'm tying up the rope So here we fucking go It's time to get real gassed It's finally here at last It's the doom and gloom podcast It's finally here at last It's the doom and gloom podcast It's finally here at last Doom and gloom podcast It's finally here at last The doom and gloom podcast So do we think Instagram's a good topic? Or have you got a different one you want to discuss? I mean, I think it's like a, a setting base structure, like a topic of conversation to like to start everything off from. I think it's a good start because, like, you know, we've both we've all got different, you know, interactions with our Instagram pages. Like each of us have got, you know, different ways we go about with our posts. If you get what I mean, like if yeah. that makes sense. Hmm. I just thought when I was trying to think of a topic, I was like, most people that seem to reach out seem to have some sort of question around like how to get bigger or better on Instagram. So I figured like, I figured it'd be a good starting point, like you said, and then we could kind of filter out from there and discuss other things if needed. But yeah, most people want to know how to succeed on Instagram over, don't they? Yeah, man, that sounds good to me. Not that any of us really are, but like. <laughs> nah, fine, mate. Yeah, yeah, sound by me. Did you get any questions from the little, um, the little box thing? Uh, I got three or four, I think. Let me look quickly. Uh, Is it be cool, like, just to call out the people who um, ask the questions and get us to answer them? If they're like, that interesting. Yeah, yeah, so this was a good one. Um, it's from, uh, what's his name? Brandon. I recorded an episode with him. Wednesday, I think, episode 11. That, um, he's that black, black dog. Black dog, yeah, it is. Hey, uh, I'm literally painting my other half of the hit the split sheet with him right now as we're on this call. Uh, he seems such like such a cool dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's sick, man. Uh, so he put a question and it said, how do you guys think Instagram has influenced the tattoo industry? Oh. Yeah, I thought it was quite a really, like, it's a really good question, isn't it? Because I think it's influenced it quite a lot. Put it to put it to the point. I think we could all agree that without the use of social media, most businesses these days wouldn't really as function as well as they have been. No. Yeah. Tattooing, especially, right? Because it's a place where you can showcase your portfolio to the world, isn't it? Like, it's like back in the day, they used to have them as like flash sheets in a little folder. You used to walk around and be like, "Yeah, this is my flash," and it's so like it's more exclusive that way. But when you put it on, putting it online, like everyone can see it. So it's like, you know, you could have messages from a dude in, like, I don't know, Australia, being like, "Oh, this is so cool." But yeah, if you didn't, didn't have Instagram, you wouldn't be able to do that, would you? No, I, I didn't even realize. Like when I was chatting to him, I was just like, "Is that something that when you're going for an apprenticeship, like the tattoo artists and like people above you look at?" do they kind of gauge your success on it? And he was like, yeah, kind of. They want to see that you've got that kind of following and people actually like your stuff. Well, I've yeah, never even really considered it before. Like, Yeah. Like when I went for my apprenticeship, um, I didn't actually take a portfolio because all my work's online. Like I took my old sketchbooks and I took my iPad, but like it was strange. Like I was told by one of the artists there, like you need a big, inf- a big Instagram like presence. And they're like an online presence, or else you're not going to book people in. Kind of weird. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, around near me who like don't have social media at all, and they're still busy all the time. But see, like just, my 
my approach was different. Like my approach, I I uh, I did the opposite. I did the old school way of taking my portfolio in because at the time I didn't have a big Instagram following. I think I had like ten posts. My name wasn't even like what it is now. It was something just like I think it was just like Stevie Sketches or something. And then literally, like I think I had like ten designs on it, and they were all like shocking. But most of my work's like like obviously yours is digitally most of it, isn't it? So yeah, like, like mine's all hand painted flash. So I can't really. You can't really like I don't know I don't know if you if you've got any hand painted flash stuff you look at it in, in person oh, it just doesn't it doesn't show itself justice if you're looking at it on no it doesn't rather than like, in real life so no, with it as well do they like because I'm not a tattooist so I have no idea but like do they look at digital versus um, like hand drawn do they favour one over the other because like if you can do hand drawn it's better because it shows that you've got like the skill not to make errors or yeah, I don't know though. You say that, but like, mate, oh, there's some stuff on Procreate that I look at and I'm like, how the hell have you managed to do that? It's one of those things. Like, and I'd say my hand drawing skills have got well fucking better when I got my iPad. Like now, I don't even when I'm drawing something on like if I'm going to do a painting or I'm going to do something like on with just like no iPad, just like basic analog drawing. Like I don't even use a fucking pencil half the time now because I'm just so used to going on straight with lines. It's one of those, I think. But, like, at the same time, I know artists who haven't drawn anything by hand in fucking years, and then they struggle with that whole hand-drawn thing, like, now, anyway, because they're so used to just using an iPad. Well, that's it. Isn't there some kind of, like, risk involved, though? Like, when you're drawing an iPad, because I've done it, and you're, like, you can just, like, go back and undo what you've done, whereas it, when you're drawing physically you, you have to make sure it's correct so surely that's the tattoo side isn't it like you have to make sure your lines are perfect so oh, yeah it does, not, it does not make more sense to have like a better physical portfolio it's just yeah it's a weird one isn't it it's i think again like going off my experience getting an apprenticeship like i took all my old sketchbooks in because i still draw on a, in a sketchbook like i just don't post that shit it don't look quite as smooth and obviously everyone has their own like aesthetic that their instagram looks like and mine's usually that really smooth flat line stuff. So I don't post half the shit I post you know, like I draw on my own, you know what I mean? Like I still have a little sketchbook where I draw shit in all the time, but I don't post it. But I still took that stuff in, so they still I think it is difficult. Because like obviously there's loads of like I don't know, I think there's a lot of people who think, Oh, I can get an iPad and I can draw, which is fair enough, yeah, you, you probably can. But you can tell when someone hasn't got a creative spark when they're using an iPad. And then you can tell people who have an iPad but can draw. Like, there's a big difference, and you can notice it. You really want to... Like, I can't really. I don't know how to put it, but like, sometimes I'll see a post wrote it, and I'm just thinking, "Fuck it, they can't draw, but they've got an iPad and they've got lots of followers." But you can tell that there's no. They're just doing it because they've got an iPad and they can. And yeah, they, I guess that makes sense. Like, because I, I see that's. <laughs> that's kind of me though I've got an iPad I can't really draw but I feel it's like I have that. some decent ideas that I try so well no that's the difference like you'll get these people who draw the same fucking shit like the same style stuff don't get me wrong I draw a lot of traditional stuff and in the same vein like traditional's all always going to be the same kind of shit I'm sure Stevie agrees like it's just oh, the same yeah. recycled over and over again but like that modern stuff like that demon dance like how many pages do you know now that post shit that Demon Dance was posting like fucking 10 years ago. 
You know, like mm. a realistic woman with a crying eye in this on a fucking dagger or some shit. Yeah. How many people post that stuff now? And how many people do that style stuff? It's like it's just someone started that cycle and then someone thought, Oh, that's cool, I can draw that. And then it's just the same stuff over. And it's like puppets art. Puppets art's the exact same style, but his stuff's more depression based, if you know what I mean. But how many accounts do you know that post that stuff and draw that stuff? So that's that's an interesting kind of point then, isn't it? Like, do you think that you need to have the traditional stuff nailed, at, like, see people, like, you're, if you're going for an apprenticeship, they can see you can draw, but then you have to show your own, like, ideas and your own style and your own flair on it as well? Or is it literally just, I can draw, here's my stuff, can I be an apprentice? Um, my <laughs> is like, it's different for every fucking shop and every place if you know what i mean like the shop i work at doesn't do traditional like i'll be the only artist who will be doing anything remotely traditional and like my i wouldn't call my work traditional at all like it's fucking well far away from it like stevie's 100 percent traditional work mine's just traditional in the manner that it's a school <laughs> it takes a lot of reference <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't think anyone can look at my work and be like, oh, that's traditional tattooing. It's not. It's just fucking, it's more of illustration in a way. A lot of, obviously a lot of reference from traditional work, but but at the same time, I've gone for, like, I've been going, I've been, like, when I was 18, I went for an apprenticeship. I've been going for apprenticeships since I was 18. I'm 25 now and I've only just got an apprenticeship. It's taken that long. I think I went for about 10 apprenticeships, different places. And each time I went, they always wanted something different. There was never one place that was like, oh, I want this or I want this. Like, I got offered a sh- um, an apprenticeship in, what was it now, Runcorn? And I got offered it over the, over Instagram. And he wanted me to drive down every weekend. Big artist, like, I was very happy to do it. But at the same time, it was a case of, like, he'd never seen my work. He'd never seen me draw. He'd never seen any of my original stuff. He'd just seen the stuff I posted on Instagram. And he messaged me over Instagram asking me for an apprenticeship if I wanted to go down and be his apprentice. But then I've had like other places where I had to go in and I had to sit there for a couple of hours and draw something that they wanted me to draw. You know what I mean? Like there was one place that wanted me to sit down and draw a hand without any kind of reference or sit down and draw. I think, what was it now? There was like a fucking painting on his wall and he wanted me to recreate that, but I had 15 minutes to draw it as quick as I could and stuff like that. But then the, my, the one I got, which was luckily enough, my friend Connor Pro, who's a tattoo artist for many years, one of his friends wanted um, a new artist, but they couldn't find anybody. So she said she was looking. Well, he basically said, "Do you want an apprentice?" Because my friend Jake's like got art, and he deserves to be an art, a tattoo artist. And like I say, it was one of those. See my work already. But I took everything in, but I think it is one of those things. Like, it's very different everywhere you go. Like some places might want you to hand draw stuff in front of them. Some places might want stuff in a sketchbook in a portfolio. Some of them might not even give a fuck. They might just take you on. Well, that's my experience. Like, like, the idea of like, here's a drawing or painting I like, recreate it 15 minutes ago, because then it shows that you can draw, you can possibly fuck up and cover it. Like, you've got the creative side. That makes a lot of sense to me. Like, but I don't know, just the whole Instagram and digital art side, just it seems like you could cover it quite well that you're not great. I think it's one of those. I disagree with that because certain people can only draw in certain styles. Like I wouldn't be able to draw something like realism, if you know what I mean. And there's, there's shops out there that want you to do every style, which is fair enough. If you want that, that's fair enough. But I think that's also stopping people getting an opportunity. You know what I mean? Like say, 
I, I can't really explain it. Like, I got pushed back from apprenticeships because I can't do realism. But I can do the style I do really well. And they loved it, but they wouldn't give me an apprenticeship because I couldn't do the realism stuff, if you know what I mean. But is that just more down to the tattoo studio that they don't have anyone that can do realism stuff? So that's what they're after? Well, no, nah, because like the apprenticeship I went to where he was like, right, I want to draw this painting. You've got 15 minutes, do it. Like they had real artists, but they were all doing every style. Like it was basic, it was like just basic street shops. So they just wanted you to, like whatever came in the door, you did. Yeah, which is all I think that's what I find around here where I live. Like everyone just wants you to be able to progress in any style. So if, if like, I don't know, in the morning at 10 o'clock, someone comes in and says, right, I want a realistic rose on my wrist. All right, sound that's, say, I don't know, three-hour job. I don't know what realism takes, but say three-hour job. And then, you know, you have your lunch and that, and then say, you know, two o'clock, someone comes in. Right, I want a traditional ship on my calf. They want you to be able to do everything most yeah. of the time these days. So, like, you've got to be able to adapt to what people want. And if you've not got that sort of flexibility and creativity to be able to do every single style, then 90% of the time they won't touch you. Mm-hmm. Whereas you might get the odd one studio, like in our cases, where they'll be like, oh, you can kind of do bits and bobs of other styles, but you're actually solid at what you do. And that's really good because, you know, if someone comes through the door and wants that, then obviously they're going to go to you, but other, also other people are going to recommend you to, for mm-hmm. that specific style. So like, where I sat here in Wrexham, there's not many traditional artists, but like, you know, if people want a traditional piece, they might turn around and be like, oh, so, you know, Stevie down the road, he's he's got a traditional, go to him, you know? Whereas they wouldn't be like, oh, Stevie's really good at realism because I'm not going to be, I, I, can't, I can't draw realism, save my life, like literally. I think it's one of those as well, like there's an awful lot of artists out there on the flip side of that, as like, like we were saying, like it's good that, certain shops let you do what you want like me and stevie are really lucky in that that aspect that we can do the style we do like we're not forced to do anything else you are literally there for your own stuff and clients will come to you for your stuff but at yeah. the same time i think you still need that mix up of still being able to do like walk-ins or like the odd bit that is out of your comfort zone or else you're gonna get bored and you're gonna get you're gonna be in like a cycle of like you might end up hating the shit you do but at the same time you need that create like what's the word like you know, like that kind of evolution of your artwork. Like it's never always going to be the same shit. You're always going to try and do something different and mix it up and you kind of want to help. You know what I mean? So like, say someone came in and said, oh, I want to do this fucking simple little infinity symbol or some shit. Like I know a lot of artists will just turn it away now because they don't have to. They don't have to do that. Why turn it away? It's like, it's fucking money there, isn't it? But, you know what I mean? And also, say someone came in and said they wanted something that you could do and it's like simple stuff, but it might open your mind a bit to other angles of artwork, if you know what I mean. Like there's a guy called, like, I don't like it. I'm not a massive fan of his work, but he uh, works in Leicester. Um, but he went through a studio doing like black traditional work and solid black work. But then he started doing these, uh, I think someone came in and they said they wanted him to do a collage, but it was for the house. It was like they wanted a, a piece of artwork. And now he does like collage black work as well as his traditional stuff. And it's fucking sick. Like the collage work's amazing, like the way he does it. But it was only because of this one client coming in that it just opened his mind to this other side of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. 
I think so. Here, when you both like talk about it and stuff, do you reckon that the business side has has overtaken the like creative side a little bit? Because like you each have your own styles and stuff. But if if the tattoo uh, studios are saying like you have to be well versed and like well rounded and everything, is that not kind of going away from like what you love? Because if you're really good at one style, surely that's I don't know. Like I, in my head, that's that's why I think of, of like tattoo artists. They're really good at one thing. Like you'd go seek them out to do a similar design on you and you don't expect them to be able to do everything. So do you reckon the like business aspect has overtaken the creativity side? 50, 50, I'd say, I'd say to be fair, if you were an apprentice, I can understand why they're trying to push you to do every style because they want to see like you're in the early stages of tattooing. So if you can learn every style at the starting point, then you're set for life then. Whereas if, you go in all guns blazing. No, I want to do solid black work. No, I want to do trash poker. Not everyone wants trash poker. Not everyone wants solid black work. No. So it's like, you know, it's, it's personal preference. I think, I think if you're willing to put the effort in to try and learn every style, then you will. And if you're happy to do that, then you'll take the apprenticeship that says, yeah, you know, if you can do every style, we'll take you. But then if you're adamant that you want to do one specific style, like the likes of us two, um, you know, you'll say, all right, no worries. You'll take it on the, ch- on the chin and then wait for an apprenticeship to come up where they'll be like, yeah, we love your style. Um, we're happy to like take you under our wing, just doing your style. Yeah. Yeah. You might have to wake up, wait another like four or five months, but in the long run, you'll be able to progress so much further in the style that you want to do. And, you know, you, you know, some people like to do it just to make a name for themselves. Some people like to do it for the passion of it. Some people like it for the money. Like, everyone's different. So I think that's a really, like, it's too wide of a question to give a specific answer to because everyone's opinion on it will be so different. Yeah. See, I think, like, as well, I think the tattoo community nowadays isn't more... It's definitely leaning more towards the specialism side of it, in a way. Like, you're getting a lot more specialist shops opening up, if you know what I mean. So, like, Tooth & Talon in Manchester, they don't really do any colour work, but a lot of them are based on, like, black traditional, but they're all different styles of black traditional. But it's a world-famous yeah. shop, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And then you've got, like, Redwood in Manchester. Obviously, it's just shut down, but... Obviously, all the artists there were known for their style. It wasn't a case of like, oh, you, you've got to tattoo everything, if you know what I mean. I think it's gone away, it's more gone away from the... See, when I think of a shop where it's like, oh, you've got to tattoo everything, that's more that televised Miami Ink style shit, if you know what I mean. Because, like, obviously, if you ever watched that, like, um, what was it, Yoji went through that thing with Army about, oh, yeah, you've got to tattoo everything, but he was really good at traditional. He's like, yeah, but you might be good at that, but fuck me, you've got to do everything. It was like, well, no, because you might not do it well. It's like when I watched that Ink Master, like, it's all well and good saying, yeah, I can tattoo everything. But it's like, would you rather be the jack of all trades or master as one? You know what I mean? But I do think this is getting more specialised now. I think there's definitely a lot more shops that are willing to be like, right, cool, you can do that style. And I know, we know that you'll get people coming in, like, people will come for you. It might take a couple of years to build up a client base, but you will build a client base, if you know what I mean. No, I, de- I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, I've noticed recently as well, like over the last few years, that, you know, there's all the, like you said about these specialist shops, I think it's getting more towards now, 
if you want to go for a specific style, you'll be like, right, I want, you know, say someone wants, like around here, right, where I live, if someone wanted traditional, I'd be like, straight off the bat, go to Lovers in Chester because they've yeah. got like four or five artists all do traditional, but they all do different types of traditional. So yeah. they could all do what you want, but it depends on what style of traditional you want to do. Yeah. So like, you know, sure there's going to be a few studios where I'd recommend amazing artists where they, they're sick of traditional, but it's not like a tailored to traditional studio, but like Lovers is literally tailored to traditional. Yeah. Well, it's the same again, I think, with like, obviously, obviously I've got friends who work at Tooth and Talent, but at the same time, like, if you're around here, like, Lancashire side, and you're like, oh, I want some black work, you're usually, the only place you're really going to go is probably Tooth and Talent, because it's mm. so well known for it, and how many artists work there. Obviously, you've got Jake at my studio, who does minimalism black work, which is fucking sick, and I wouldn't recommend anyone else for minimalism black work, if you know what I mean, like, single needle stuff. So I don't yeah. think there's many people who do that in like around Lancashire. But if you're going for like traditional black work based on traditional, people in Lancashire are going to know like Dan Morris, Chameleon, Keats, stuff like that. And it's it's those kind of names that you know, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And obviously, again, that's mainly because of Instagram in a way, because it's just one of those. It just you know these names because you just see them flash up all the time, or people recommend them, or stuff like that. So I guess <laughs> to link it back to Instagram, then it doesn't matter. You have to have some sort of following. Like it makes sense to try and get as big as possible. Cause like there's some of the names you mentioned, like I know who they are because I've seen them on Instagram. Like Exactly. But again, to flip it on its head again, I think it's a bad thing as well. Do you reckon you get the false sense of like, um, like your creativity's like everyone loves what you do, but it's actually kind of shit anyway. Like, well, big, yeah, big yeah. numbers don't always mean stuff. And no, see, the thing I hate about Instagram the most is you could have a guy, right, or a girl, whatever, and their page could have a hundred posts, and they might have I don't know two hundred followers, but every single one of them posts could be like so sick work, like so recognizable, so out there, like just spot on work. But then you could have someone who's got 20 posts, but they might have like, I don't know, 20K followers. But you don't know that, like, hidden away, 18K of those are paid for. Yeah. Like, they've bought followers to make themselves look bigger than they are. Whereas in real life, like, I've never bought followers. Like, I've not, I'm not even at 1,000. Like, my following's really low. But, like people might be like, oh, you know, this guy, he's got like loads of followers, like look at his work, it's really sick. And then they're manipulating people's brains to be like, yeah, this guy's sick, where actually he has actually only got like 1,500 followers. Like there's people who I've seen, not going to name names, but who get like the same interaction on their posts as I do. And they've got like, they're in like, you know, quadruple, sometimes even five numbered like following totals where I'm as in like, I'm in the three digits but that, why am I getting the same amount of like interaction as them? It, it, it just doesn't make sense. Or is it, you know, it's, it's crazy. See, I so, think as well. Sorry, go on, Stevie. No, I, I, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, go on, you go. So I was just thinking, like, especially with like Instagram, I think in a way you feel guilty if you're not uploading as well. 
if you know what I mean. Like, like I always like if I don't draw something in a day, I always feel like I need to put a story up saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'll be back tomorrow." And it's just like I don't see why I have to. Like at the end of the day, it's my page. I said this in our last podcast. It's my page. It's my artwork. I'll do what the fuck I want. But at the same time, I still feel like I need to apologise to my followers. I think it's the sense of community, though, isn't it? Like you've yeah. got that like community. You want to kind of be like, I'm not doing it today. Tomorrow I'll have something. Don't worry. Like it makes sense. Like it really does. At the same time, when I see how many people look at my stories compared to how many people actually react to shit and actually like the posts or go and comment on them or buy merch and shit, it's like. It's so minimal, if you know what I mean, compared to what I get on my stories and shit, if you know what I mean. So it's at the same time, yeah, it's a, a sense of community, but at the same time, if it is a community and I'm apologising and I'm making sure I'm uploading every day, then surely, like, you should get something in return for that, if you know what I mean. I can't, that sounds really selfish, but I just, you know, you're just kind of like, right, why is, again, but that's only because of Instagram, in a way, I think, like, because you just kind of think, oh, well, if you fuck, if I'm having to apologise to you, then why the fuck are you not liking my work, and why are you not coming on my post, or, you know what I mean, it's that interaction, but at the same time, then you're judging yourself on that interaction, which you shouldn't, at the end of the day, it's your artwork, it's your creativity, you should be doing it for yourself, not them. Mm, but I think stuff goes in cycles, though, doesn't it, like, if you, you can probably both remember when like Facebook started, I'm sure you you were both like all over it, like in terms of you were getting requests and all sorts, and you were like on it every day. And now I barely even go on Facebook. I don't oh, even have Facebook. Facebook I never did it. Yeah, like and it's the same with Instagram. Like when it first came out, I was commenting on stuff, I was liking stuff, and now like on my personal page, I don't really do anything. But like on my brand page, I have to. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like with people with personal pages, because stuff goes in cycles, they don't really feel like they have to do anything with Instagram. Like they can just literally mindlessly scroll and just like shit. And I think that's the thing like everyone has to realise is that people will only like stuff. It's very rare that people actually like buy things or like interact yeah. with it more than a like, because it's a double tap, scroll, double tap, scroll. Like it's so easy yeah. to do. Exactly. It's it's one of those as well. Like I think you get I don't know, I get an awful lot of, like, people, like, with those prints that I did, like, I get a lot of response from people, like, who will message me, oh, I'm going to buy one when they come out, and shit like that, and they'll, they'll fucking message me about it, and, like, I think I counted the other day, I had, like, fucking 70 requests from people in messages asking me to buy prints, and then as soon as I got a made, no fucker bought them, so it's a case of, like, why fucking message me about it, like, why make the effort of sending a message to somebody? saying you're going to buy something of that. Like, it wasn't even, like, a response to anything. It was actual fucking messages. And you're just like, well, why why even bother? <laughs> like, what's the fucking point? So just really quickly, from, like, a business point of view, I reckon if you went back through your uh, messages and literally messaged everyone that said they wanted a print and be like, here's 5% off if you buy one of my prints, you'd probably get a couple. Yeah. It's uh, it's probably worthwhile doing that. Like after this, like literally just going through like through and being like, here's a five percent off code, like if you want to print, like help to support me as an artist. Like from a from a business point of view, that makes sense because it's gonna take you like I don't know, half an hour to do, but you might get one or okay. two sales. So Yeah. But at the end of the day, again, I think it's one of those things like I don't know, man. It's probably just me being like, What's the fucking point in five percent off a tenner? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes, but then it's that conversation, isn't it? Like, it's you're then throwing it back to them. You're like, look, you said you liked my art. You said you wanted to buy something. You've not bought it. Here's five percent off. Like, will you now buy something? Like, I don't know. It, it, if you've had that many people say they want stuff, and you'll get or like five, ten percent, whatever. Like, it might help one or two extra people be like, oh, actually, fuck it. Like, let me buy something. Let me help support him. Like, it might work. It's definitely worth it for the like the. Oh yeah, thirty minutes it's going to take to go do. But I guess that's just like the business side of me is thinking. I would sit there while I'm watching TV and just message these people and just be like, "Look, I've got this art. Do you want it? Here's a discount code. Help support me." Yeah, certainly. Yeah. It might work. I mean, and then it might help you grow because then I don't know. Or yeah, or you could say something like, "If you share one of my prints, I'll give you like I don't know." 30% off like I, it's not going to help you in the long run but it might because if they're people sharing stuff you might get more followers and you might get more views and all that kind of stuff so it might be worthwhile doing it that way around being like here's a bigger discount if you help support me and share it and promote me and comment and that kind of side of it yeah well, I find mad these days like I don't know if you used to agree but like I find a lot of people are more inclined to buy things if you tell them the postage is free yeah mm, yeah that ain't me so instead of being like, oh, you know, right, my Prince of Tenor is a 5% code, you're like, yeah, but I'm still paying £9.50. Like, I might as well just pay the tenor. Whereas if you're like, all right, so my ten my prints are a tenor, but there's £2 postage, they're going to be like, oh, that's 12 quid though. And then you're going to be like, all right, so I'll give you the postage for free then. Just give me a tenor. Mm, you'll be like, oh, yeah, all right, sound. Yeah. I think, it, I don't know. That, that that's just me. Like, I, if it was me, I'd I'd be more inclined to buy something if they were like the posters is free. But obviously, oh, no, I agree with that. Like, I don't, I don't see the point in charging postage in the UK anyway because it is <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, but saying that, the print I sent out on fucking Friday last week still haven't turned up to anybody's houses, which is fucking ridiculous. I paid like fucking fifteen quid postage, <laughs> not a fucker's turned up. <laughs> That's oh, really good. Oh, no, fuck Royal Mail. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. Oh, dear. So what's the next question? How many did we get? Uh, yeah, you got, you got to read in this. So that was the one off, what was it, Brandon Blackdown? Yeah, it was, yeah. I like how that kind of cycled through Instagram all the way into, like, apprenticeships and tattoo studios and then came back. Business, uh, everything. <laughs> I'll come back to that one. Uh, Alex James just says, no question, just tell Romscom I love his artwork. Oh, thank you. Alex James? Uh, yeah. Oh, you've, got to give him a free, you've got to give him a free print now. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you what, I'll, if he pays postage, I'll send him it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send him it for just the postage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, two from is it Live Dodd uh, oh, yeah. Live Dodd's tattoo uh, has Stevie recovered from the never ending Twitch stream I have oh mate that's a long story I watched it I watched the, was that next yeah deep? that was a while yeah that was a while ago I watched the Twitch stream that was it ended up being 35 hours long um, and I stayed throughout the whole of it and oh mate I was dead 
but fully, reco- fully, fully recovered now. Yeah, 30, 35 and a half hours it was. No sleep, nothing, just sitting there watching this stream. Was it a charity stream then? Or? Yeah, so basically it was just like um, they were, they were uh, raising money for the arts industry. Um, so, you know, like everyone like who were supposed to be going on tours or they were supposed to be like doing gigs and stuff and they've all been cancelled. Well, they're like, like tour crews are not getting paid because they only get paid when they go on tour. So they were like doing charity events to like pay for all these crews and stuff. And that was one of the things that they did for, for the charity event. So there was only a few of us that stayed throughout the whole of it. And I was, I was just one of the stupid idiots. That was one of them. Fair enough. Uh, so then, then you put like on a more serious note, what do you guys think the limitations of Instagram? What, what do you think? That doesn't make any sense. I think it's missed off some of it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Read, read, read it off. I'll try, we'll so try read, and read On a more serious note, what do you guys think the limitations of Insta in regular? And then it cuts off and doesn't show the rest of the question. So oh. I have no ideas. Not live your shit house. Um, I'm trying to think what the fuck that could mean. <laughs> Isn't that like a second half of it? No, no, it literally cuts it off, and there's no way for me to access the rest of the question. So, can you ma- can you message her to be like, what was the question? Yeah, because like, I I found that she's really rapid at fucking messaging back. Awesome. She must have a phone like glued into her hand or something. I'll, I'll message. Uh, but yeah, that what was it. There's only those couple of questions. Uh, what are the limitations? I, feel, I, I I don't know. I feel like she's kind of just asking, like, how far do you feel you should go with it? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think how you'd interpret that that question. It's weird. See how quickly she responds. I messaged her. Hmm. That's fine. I've got one that we can ask in, in between. So, like, I've wrote some stuff down. Um... In terms of like, like I said, everything goes in cycles. So like, it was what Facebook and, or MySpace, Facebook and, and whatever, and Instagram now, and then kind of it's TikToks like the up and comer. Have you guys considered like doing drawings and live shit on on TikTok, or are you staying away from it? I've never used TikTok. I've never downloaded it. It's never. I've never. Other than obviously like people showing me, I've never seen anything to do with it. And not I've got anything against it, but I don't know. I feel like these days with stuff like that, if you want to showcase your stuff and get known for it, you've got to do it as soon as it starts. It's like, it's like YouTube, right? If you want to be a YouTuber now, you should have done it five years ago when it was like slowly getting big. Yeah, because now it's so difficult to get big on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. I I think if you want to start, you just start because, like, from a brand point of view, there's so many brands at the moment. Brands like why do you start? Like, so I I don't know. I I guess it's with the whole TikTok thing. Like, Instagram started as just photos, wasn't, and it was on just um, iPhone, whereas now it's photos, videos, stories, and it's across all platforms. So it's obviously kind yeah. of reach more people. And I think TikTok might go the same. It like, all you need to do is start putting photo posts in it. And it's definitely a competitor for Instagram. And I think there's way more eyeballs on TikTok at the moment than there is Instagram. 
So it's, it's a strange one. It's like, do you jump in now or do you wait for it to be really big and then you struggle to gain an audience kind of like all of us are doing on Instagram now? I don't know, man. I, I'm not too sure on that. I I'm quite content using Instagram because like I know how to use it. It's simple. Everyone's on it. 90% of people are friendly on it. Like, I don't know. Can you interact with each other on TikTok? Like, I don't have TikTok, so I don't know. You can like, like can, you, can you message people, like, direct message? Like, can, like the thing with Instagram recently, you know, like, the, the support small businesses tag, that mm. thing they brought out, like, that's really fucking cool. Like, the way you can share brand pages around and stuff. Like, I guess you could on TikTok being like, oh, these are a few brands that I like to shop with, and then you oh. just put them in there. Collaborate video. I don't know, but I don't know. That's a really weird question. I don't know. I've seen a lot of um, like because it's obviously it feels like it's for teenage girls to shitty dance moves and stuff on. But um, recently, I've seen like what are you talking about what are you talking about rum scum shitty dance moves for. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think fucking TikTok's got some of those fucking good memes at the minute. It's just <laughs> simple as. It has. It's definitely sh it, it, it's shaping like how music is at the moment. It's really weird. Like I'll go on there and I'll just endlessly scroll for a little bit, and then I'll listen to the chart music, and I'm like, "That's a TikTok song. That's a TikTok song." Like, so it's massively shaping stuff. So, I mean, I've got like Doom and Gloom's on there, but I really I don't really post because like it doesn't really fit. Because like I'm not going to dance on there, and I don't really see how I can push the brand. But like I'm kind of there. It's it's dance it's dance wearing your stuff. Yeah, do that. Dance though, like get the people who model your clothes to dance on there. Yes, I should start asking people on Instagram to do that. Just like, yeah, anyone want to dance wearing my shit? And then it might work. Yeah, like why not? Dan 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 dance wearing my shit on Instagram. You can have like an ambassador code where you can get like forty percent off anything you order forever. Yeah, I've still not done the ambassador thing. I really should. Yeah, um, we spoke about that on our podcast. Didn't we? I know it was a while ago. I need to. I need to get some tips to do it. Um, but yeah, no, I think like it feels like you need to jump on it before it becomes too big. Otherwise, you, it's going to be really hard to reach a following like it is on Instagram. Like it feels like a constant grind, and you have to do shit and post stuff and share things and comment. I feel like that's the same with Instagram, though, man. Like it's not. I think it's the case of any social media's like that. Mm. only when they start knocking it down so like facebook and instagram were really open like i don't know 10 years ago it was really easy to gain a following and now it's so much harder because everything is locked behind that like advertising paywall yeah. and tiktok could end up being that as well like if you don't get involved now and start pushing like your art or me as a brand to gain a following it could then start getting locked behind like oh you have to give us some money now and then we're going to start pushing it to people that probably will like your stuff See, I don't think TikTok would be a good place for like artists. I don't know, but that might just be me. Like, but then there's artists out there who do videos like Wayne Fredrickson and I don't know, fucking loads of artists in there. But like, I think it's one of those things. Unless it's like, like there's a guy, there's a tattoo artist called um, oh, fuck, let me find him. I think he's called Emil Emil Sammons, is it? Um, I'll, just, I'll get him up. Yeah, Emil Sammons. His work's fucking amazing. Amazing, like it's. I can't really explain it. It's just really cool. 
but he does YouTube videos and it's him doing his lino prints, but like they are fucking massive. Like we're talking A1 lino prints and he's doing just like compilations of how he does it. And it's over like the space of a couple of days, but it's then cut down to like 15 minutes. But I think it's one of those, unless it's like a time lapse, I don't think it's really gonna, I don't know. It's not something I think you'd search for on something like that. You know, like TikTok and stuff. I just don't think it'd be something you'd search for because yeah, you've only got an amount of time. Is it not like if it wasn't Instagram only like landscapes, like to begin with? Like I swear the photos that were all on there years ago yeah. was just landscapes and like food, and now it's kind of. Everything. Oh yeah, but that's the difference. You, obviously, you can always post whatever you want, but if it's a photograph, then you can always post artwork. It's always going to be that same kind of thing. Obviously, same with video. If you're going to make. Like, like there's loads of like horror films and shit that are made with TikTok and horror stories that are done like ARGs and stuff, which are sick as fuck, which can be classed as an art form. But I just think like, I don't know. I think it's one of those things. I just think, obviously like if you're going to be tattooing, then fair enough, TikTok would be quite a cool place. Obviously where you get like, you know when you go into like your explore page and you have those like, the line porn scene, you'll know what I'm on about. Where it's like someone with a fucking... I don't know, like a nine-round just fucking banging a smooth line in. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking beautiful to watch, but I think that's the only kind of thing, unless it's something like like that where it's satisfying, I don't think it would work quite as well, if you know what I mean. Mm, but there's always there's, there's room for it to evolve and to change into, like, TikTok could become what Instagram is now, and is there not the fear of, like, if I don't get on it and push it myself, to be more involved than I could be left out, or are you just not really that fast? Like, would you, if it changed, so if TikTok started pushing photos and stories and stuff like Instagram is, would you then start to go on it more? No, nah, probably not. You'd stick with Instagram. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like, I think it's one of those, like, it's like you say with Facebook and shit now. Like, I know a lot of shops still try and make you push your artwork on Facebook and stuff. But I just don't see the point. But I think, again, Instagram is such a big fucking platform. It'll be a while till it dies out. <laughs> they were saying the same with MySpace, though, weren't they? Oh, yeah. But I, think, <laughs> I do think there's a massive difference because Instagram's always evolving, whereas MySpace really didn't. And neither did Facebook. Like, obviously, Facebook's doing shit that Instagram did with like stories and stuff. But it had died out way before that if you know what I mean, like it already started dying, there was already, already something new. Whereas I think Instagram, the thing is with TikTok, it was musically and that fucking died off. It was basically Vine too, which Vine died. It's one of those things. I think in longevity, I think Instagram's setting stone more compared to TikTok, but that, that might just be my old fucking brain. I just think TikTok's not quite the level that Instagram is, if you know what I mean. But that's just my opinion. Like, I just I don't see TikTok lasting as long, only because the pre like the predecessors to that style of app died out fucking well quicker, and Instagram just carried on. That makes sense. Ooh. Fuck me, so hot, so it's ridiculous. Whew. Does anyone fucking put a question? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I put on my story if anyone had a question. Uh, loads of people have seen it, but everyone's being boring as fuck and asking questions. 
Yeah, it's really weird. Like, that's the whole people just like to endlessly scroll and like stuff. They don't like to actually put in the effort. Mm. Uh, Liv has almost responded. Hang on. <laughs> She's typing. Oh, my God. Uh, why did you choose to do a podcast with us, too? For your first dual one? Um, so, that was actually... Other than, other than the fact we're both sick as fuck. Well, that was it, exactly. <laughs> the two best uh, artists I know on Instagram, and then obviously it's YouTube. Oh, it's now all the people you've done a podcast with in the past are going to be fuming. <laughs> Emily straight after this. <laughs> Emily's going to be like, no, 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 I promise, I promise you're my favourite. I was just saying that because I was on call with them and I was cornered by the two of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was good to mix it up. So, like, I've done, what, it's 11 podcast talking to the one person and it's really good but I didn't want to get stuck in that like just just an interview chat conversation thing so um I think when I was talking to uh, Tom from Avic or he's like well don't get burnt burnt out doing so many try and shake it up yeah and like he said maybe do a like a group chat discussing aspects and stuff so and it made sense like it it's a good idea to occasionally throw these in. Like, if I've got a good relationship, kind of like I have with you two, like, why not have that conversation and open it up and we discuss things that kind of relate to all of us? So, mm. yeah. And it might be more like to people as well. Like, it's really good chatting with different artists and brands and stuff, but there's only so many times you can do it before people are like, yeah, it's like the same information is cycling back through. Whereas if we have a conversation about, Instagram. It might um, have other topics and things that each of you say that means a lot more to other people rather than just like, oh, I've done this with my life and now I'm doing this and this is me. Like, it gets, it doesn't get boring, but it's just repetitive to a point. So, like, it yeah. makes to switch it up a little bit. No, it's cool. That, and also, it is the best of artists, you know, like so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, I'll have to have two other artists on next time and then I'll be like, actually, you guys are my two favourite artists. Like, yeah, no, yeah. fucking Molly, you bastard. <laughs> you know what could be a cool idea? Getting two artists together that have never actually, like, interacted with each other before. So, like, obviously, we, us three have all obviously, like, had one-on-one -on -one chats with each other, like, quite frequently. But yeah. it'd be cool to, like, get get you, obviously, in the podcast with someone, I don't know, who, who you've followed for a while and then someone else who might follow you for a while um, and get both of them in a podcast or even like, you know, even like, e even the fact like, ah, a customer, like a, like a, I don't know, someone who buys your product and then an artist that's created for your product. And then yeah, like, cool. you know, like a customer, like, um, you know, a, a person who supports your brand could be like, oh, how do you go about creating designs for doom and gloom? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be pretty sensitive, yeah. Or, like, then you get two. Because then you get two ends of the spectrum, then don't you? You get the person who's the creator. You get you as the main focus, which is the brand, and then you get the person who's like the opposite side of it, the buyer. And then you get th the three different points of the triangle all coming together and discussing. I don't know whatever yeah. the fuck you want to discuss. Mm, that's yeah, a very good point. I think. So it would definitely work, but it would require the person who bought the item to actually have a decent amount of questions. Because like that's something I found as well. But like it's quite awkward 
if people aren't chatting or have more than one question, then it's very um, yeah shitty. Like they'll because yeah, I could do it and have like someone come on and they ask I don't know one of you a question about the design you've done or whatever, and then it's one question and I'm like okay cool. Uh, so you could do it live and put out I don't know like. Obviously, I say do it live. Just maybe you could like put in your story, like the code or something, to the to the actual like the meeting, and get a load of people to come in and ask a question. Yeah, yeah. That definitely work. It can't. I'm only saying that because it's like I don't know. Stevie will know. You know, like Frank Carter, like from yeah, man. Tattoo artist. Like he was doing live painting giveaways, and you had to basically pick a number, and I think you had to like. I think there was like a question you had to answer as well and you got given a painting and shit. It was sick as fuck I was doing it, but he's been doing it all of lockdown and it was like every Friday. And he just put it like that he's live and you have to request to be joining him. If you know what I mean? It's just kind of like a lucky dip, but loads of people get involved. It's sick. It's just one of those. Or you could do a live chat on Instagram and then put like, because you can put groups on there now. It's not just the two people. Can you? you yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it the other day. Oh, that's sick. But you can do it so, like, it is, you'll have the artist there, get one person to join and ask a question, and then it's basically, right, right, who's next? Once you've answered that question. If you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's that not would be cool. Person. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay. Okay. I might get to do that next time, then. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so Liv has responded and said, uh, okay, so she's saying, what is the impact of Instagram and what are the limitations of it in tattooing? The limitations of it in tattooing? Yeah, pretty much more like, so Instagram has so many benefits to the creators, but what do you guys think the drawbacks of Instagram are? Are there any drawbacks or any positive yeah. stuff? I'll let Stevie answer first because I've got my own things, but I'm gonna try to word it. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, pers personally, Instagram's my favorite social media like platform because it's easy to use. Like, it's so user friendly and stuff. But I don't know. Like, that's a really difficult question. Yeah. I suppose the drawbacks not like kind of what I said that you kind of only showcase your best stuff and there's no oh no I put some fucking wank work up mate, <laughs> mate if, you, if you scroll back far enough in my um, in my on my page you'll see like how my flash is like progressed oh, <laughs> so far back I was doing fucking uh, high detail stuff with a fucking like point two pen basically and micro pencils are there's definitely progression on there but i think like some drawbacks for artists is you judge yourself way too fucking much it, yeah like, i i like, can agree with that the comparison game of like yeah. oh yeah i've drawn a shit but i don't know fucking you know someone else drew, drew, draws it well better than me like yeah. then you'd feel less inclined to upload it where actually your your work might be sick yeah, and I think as well you get kind of, I don't know, 
it's one of them like some days I'll go on Instagram and have a look at like what people are doing. Like in the morning, I'll sign, I'll go on before I go to work or something. And because obviously, like I work full time as well, so I'll be like going on before I start work and think, right, I've got a draw this evening. And I'll be going through Instagram, just having a fucking look. And then when it comes to drawing in the morning or in the night, I'll be like, oh, I can't draw a fucking tiger because I've seen too many tigers posted today. Or, oh, I can't draw that because my fucking friend Cam's drawn it. Or Stevie's drawn something like that. So I can't draw one of them today. And it's just, you know, just kind of like, it's one of those. I think you can pay, again, you can pay yourself way too much. Or, Mm. flip side, you look through your own page and you think, fuck me, I've drawn the same thing for months. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. true. Because it is good to have that sort of variety. Because, yeah. like, you know... I don't it's know. Like, I think it's one of those, like... I'll look on my page and I'm like, oh, shit, I can't draw a skull today because I drew two last week. And it's just it's fucking one of them, you know? You're just like, that's oh, a fucking matter. But at the same time, I'm sure people want variety. They don't just want the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. If, uh, fucking, if you went to watch ACDC live in concert, you wouldn't want to hear them play fucking Back in Black rip on repeat for an hour, would you? No. It's, you know, it's like, a, that's a very big different comparison, but it, it makes the same sort of idea. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, so that's the drawback of Instagram then, is the like, constant comparison to your own artwork and other people's and, and trying to be different enough but still relevant yeah yeah I, i'm sure there'll be a, like well, there's definitely other drawbacks i just can't fucking think of them like i don't know like again you base yourself on your followers if you know what i mean and then i don't know it's one of them there is, is but i think that's the thing of an artist like i'm sure you feel the same with your, with your clothing brand and stuff but i, I me and Steve will probably agree that, like, as an artist, you're always going to be fucking judging yourself, like, constantly. Yeah. No matter what, like, you might draw something and it's sick as fuck. It's like that. Uh, remember the the lighter design I did for you, Ian, but you didn't want it, and then it got <laughs> fucking like 500 likes, and that's like the most liked thing I've ever had. I yeah. fucking hate that design. I really don't like that design. I just did it. But it's one of those. Again, you'll be like, "Why the fuck has this really shit design got so many likes?" But then something I've spent a couple of days doing got fucking done. And then that's you start. It that's the problem, isn't it? Because like that design was nice. I was like, "It's really good," but I don't really want it on a layer. And then obviously when it when it got that many likes, I was like, "Oh shit, we should have gone for that design instead." That's so annoying. Like, yeah, I remember you messaging me, you cheeky bastard. Like, "Oh, can I have it now?" I was like, "No, you fucking can't." <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but I think there's a lot of drawbacks to Instagram. There's got there's definitely drawbacks. Like again, like I don't know, you start getting sucked into drama as well. I find. Yeah. And then at the same time, you like I don't know. I don't know. People can like on Instagram. People can be so fucking petty. And then yeah. I don't know. It's it's one of them. It's like any kind of internet format. I think like. You could spend ages doing like creating your own style, drawing your own shit, and then suddenly you see someone else who's copying other people's work, but like full on tracing it, not even changing anything about it, just tracing the same shit. And it might be something you've already referenced, and that's how you recognise it. Like I can't remember the, the name of a guy, but a couple of years back, when I was like, I think I was about five hundred followers, um, 
there was a guy, I cannot remember his name, he had like fucking 2,000 followers, I thought he was a dog's bollocks, and there was a couple of artists who I used to follow, like, well, who I follow, like Mike Mendes, and obviously like Demon Dance, Chameleon, stuff like that, who I'd take a lot of like inspiration from, because it was like the style of work I wanted to do, so you're always going to take inspiration from people. But I remember there was this one piece by Mike Mendes that was this like, I can't remember what, it was, I think it was just a fucking skull. And I remember like drawing one similar and I used it as a reference and I tagged him in the comment in the in the description, like I think I put like referenced um Mike Mendez's work today. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. And then the next day I saw this like big artist who was like speaking to me and I thought, oh sick, I'm in with this big artist, he's gonna teach me some shit. I remember him drawing like basically tracing it fucking line for line. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I started like noticing all of his other work and finding other pieces that would just trace straight up. And it's just one of them, you know, you kind of like, you know, you kind of feel like you need to say some shit and stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going, like, going with that fucking statement. I had it in my head, but. <laughs> I think but the, the thing with artists and like, I spoke with uh, Brandon on like the last episode about it was like, I think you can reference people and take inspiration but you've got to do your own shit you can't just straight up copy people because that's wrong no. but like if it's very very similar but you put your own spin on it or you like you look at two or three different artists and you mash that design together then it's obviously going to be yours but if it's a straight up like trace then that's completely wrong yeah but again from a tra- i think steve will agree traditional artwork is just stolen work over and over again yeah yeah it's, it's like it's like it's like how many times have you seen the same Sailor Jerry piece done over and over and over and over and over and over again until the sun yeah. goes down? But every single one of those Jerry uh, Jerry versions will be different in some yeah. way. So like they're, they're not the same. So no. but, but they all reference from the. It's like it's like a piece that I put up a while ago. That was the um, the snake coming out of the skull design. Like that's a classic Sailor Jerry piece, right? And so many people have tattooed that, so many people have painted that. And it's like, that was my interpretation of it. But there's hundreds of, there's thousands probably yeah. versions yeah. of it. Like, like a, I don't know, like a Warlick ship. They're very popular. But at the end of the day, it's just a ship. Like, just change it up a little bit and then it'll be your own. Yeah, exactly. But well, traditional, again. yeah, traditional's very much, you know, here's a base design, work from it. Like, there's yeah. not really much you can... Mod- like, there is, if you've got the creative mind, but... Oh, it definitely... It's like, uh, do you know, uh, is it Shit Jesus in... Oh, yeah, 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 in, in yeah, like, Leeds. It's fucking solid trad, but it's so fucking different from everybody else's traditional. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so sick how he changes it up. Like, how he'll I do, think- like, it's like lips and fucking an eye, and then it's got some Yorkshire slang above it and shit. It's just sick as fuck. Yeah, it is cool. I think another thing as well, as like with with him. Um, now you brought his name up. His his Instagram page is aesthetic as fuck. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm now looking at it. It's really really nice. Like it wasn't like that for a while. Like it's not always been that way. But all of his posts are like presented in the same way, and it's just so pleasing to look through. Yeah. Like, I think that adds to Instagram as well. Like, you know, it's a platform where, you know, if you've got an artist whose pieces are here, there, and everywhere, and it's just, like, shit. Like, mine, I, mine's terrible. Mine's here, there, and everywhere. But, like, you know, you get someone like Shit Jesus, who, when you look through his page, it's just, like, 
oh it's just, oh it's just so aesthetic to look at yeah and i think i think pages like that when you see that their page is like nice and neat and it's like well presented then they take like pride in what they do and then the work's going to be the same and you know like if like like i've just gone to his page now and he's like what 13k followers i th- i fully believe he deserves that full 13k followers because when you look at his stuff it's you know there's no one doing that sort of trad no it's like i think i really like black stuff do you know his work yeah like danny potter, danny potter. his work is fucking beautiful and it is that like basic traditional work but again you don't see anyone doing that kind of, like his no. artwork where it's like proper cartoony, but it's you can tell it's still traditional. He's still painted it. It's sick as fuck. Yeah. And it is that like solid old traditional work. And it's like designs that you wouldn't even think of a lot of the time. Like there's one on here I'm looking at right now where it's a guy who's fucking sawed his thumb off. And yeah. it's fuck. It's so cool. But again, like you say, it's one of those things like you wouldn't just, you wouldn't expect that kind of thing. It's not got the aesthetic pleasing look that Jesus' page has, but it's still his work so solid and so consistent. Yeah. Right. So I've got another question. Ooh, um, nice. Plat, 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 Tats. Uh, it says, "Do you oh, feel pressure? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel pressure to constantly be active or upload on Instagram?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm, I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you answer that first because I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> I feel like I need to post every night, but that's only because when I first started out drawing again, I had like a gap of like two years where I didn't draw at all, and I just gave up on the idea of being a tattoo artist. I got my job at my fucking factory that I work at, and I was like, "No, oh, fuck this! I'm just gonna work in a factory for the rest of my life. I give up." And then I saw my mate Chameleon Tattoos work in Manchester and I was like, if he can do it, so can I. <laughs> Sounds like such an insult, but it's just one of them. And then I went and got tattooed by him, started talking to him, started drawing again, went down and he taught me some shit, like how to draw certain stuff. And then obviously I did my own style and worked my way up with it and shit like that. And obviously there's a lot of, you can tell with Manny Cameron's work, there's a lot of influences, a lot of help from him, but it's still very different. You know what I mean? Like, Mine is definitely more traditional based and his is very, like, surreal. And I've, I've said this to him for fucking years. It reminds me of, like, French illustration and I don't know why. I think it's because it's got that kind of, like, cheerful but gloomy kind of look to it. And it's weird. I can't really explain it. But, so when I started drawing with Cameron, he made this deal with me that he'd teach me how to draw and teach me how to do certain bits and, like, teach me anything I kind of wanted. But... If only if I kept up drawing and only if I drew like drew every day, so it was one of them. It was kind of like a promise to him and a promise to myself that I'd do it. So, like, even if I put on my Instagram story, like, I'm not uploading today, I will still have drawn. It's just a case of I don't feel like it's something I can post yet. Like, I might not have finished it, I might have just sketched something, but it is one of those I do feel guilty for not uploading, but I don't feel guilty. Like I said earlier, it's not to my followers, it's more to myself in a way because I've kind of got this expectation with myself that I need to draw every day because it's one of them. I don't want to become lazy with it. But I think it makes sense. I think you have to draw every day to keep your like skill there. But I think with Instagram, like with how shitty it is, you have to post every day to stay relevant. 
and if you're not then you kind of you get pushed down in the algorithm and stuff and it makes it harder in the long run yeah definitely so like if you're not as active as you possibly can be and like yeah well, so every day or sharing shit then it's gonna help uh, it's gonna benefit it's gonna make it worse for you in the long run i don't know man like i can kind of agree you on that side because obviously i work with people who are like that but then my mentor she doesn't post stuff hardly ever but she's always working she's always fully booked and then like my friend sean like sean malachy you should get him on a podcast by the way because he's one of the nicest guys ever but like sean's work is fucking beautiful but he doesn't post that often and he doesn't feel the need to. He obviously, like when I've spoken to him about it, because we have conversations like this all the time, he feels guilty for not doing it. But at the same time, his interaction doesn't go down. And he, he's not lost many followers. And he's always busy. It's not a case of like, he struggles. Mm. What's so, his Instagram handle? Because I can't find him. It just, if you go on my page and just type in Sean, you'll see. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's one of those things you kind of get it in your head that Instagram is this big thing like oh I won't get work if I don't post on Instagram but nah, fuck that you're still going to get work it's it's one of those things I think like you, it's kind of like a vicious cycle it's kind of like a parasite in a way like you feel like Instagram is this big almighty thing and like oh I'm not going to do well if I'm not big on Instagram or I'm not going to if I don't get as many followers I'm not going to have as much work and obviously there's a, there's a point of that where that's true like you need at least a bit of presence and you need something to show your work off because not everybody can come into the shop and see your sketchbooks or see your iPad or but on the same, in the same vein as long as you've still got some kind of work if someone stumbles on your page they're still gonna fucking come and get tattooed by you you know what I mean and like I think it is a vicious kind of cycle because like I say you get it in your head that you're not you don't have this big following you're not gonna do well or if you don't post you're not gonna do well but I don't know man I find it the opposite sometimes. Like I might not post something for fucking days, but then I'll get a couple of a couple of commissions. Or you know what I mean? Like I took a break last year for about a week because I just couldn't be fucking bothered. But that's one of the weeks where I got most of my fucking commissions last year. So it's one of those things. It's brilliant. So there's no like consistency or or anything with it. It's just all random, pretty much. That's what I find anyway. It's probably different for everybody, but I just find like. I upload for myself and I get commissions when I'm not done fuck all. <laughs> like as history shows. Yeah. Well I think but again I don't have a private account, so everything gets posted on there. So I'm always gonna post something. I'm always putting something in my story, I'm always posting pictures of me dog, I'm always posting some bollocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's it from my like point of view as a brand is you have to kind of stay there like you have to stay relevant and in people's eye otherwise you kind of lose everything well not everything but like it makes it harder and yeah. then instagram push you further down that like uh the reach side of it so like if you're not sharing stuff and talking to people and posting photos and all sorts then yeah it makes it harder i don't know if they specifically target like bigger people or what but like it feels that the bigger i'm getting the harder it is to reach more people or not to reach the people that already follow me. Yeah. But I will say this. I know people who have bought followers. And I'll happily say they might have bought followers, but their interaction's gone up and it's helped them out a lot. And it's not by buying likes and shit, but purely because because they bought them followers, their stuff is getting pushed more by Instagram because they've got more followers. 
Ah, so it's supposed that, to have the opposite effect. It's supposed to be if you buy followers, like Instagram only shows like your recent posts of what, like 10%. And then if they don't interact with it, then it like stops it there. But if those people then interact and like it and comment or whatever, then it shows it to like another 10% and it goes on that side of it. So it's really weird that if people have bought followers, it still is working. It's one of those ones. It really is. Like Instagram's full of people who bought followers and they're still getting loads of likes and shit and you get loads of fucking work. It's just one of them. I don't think anybody's ever going to solve it properly. Like, ever. I don't think anyone's going to figure out the algorithm or anything like that. I think it is just potluck. Mm. <laughs> like I say, I know people who bought followers. They probably won't admit it, but I know people who bought followers and done really well from it. Yeah. Growth, but that's just the experience I have with people who've done it. It just seems more and more like to the more I think about it and the more I talk to people, the, the way to succeed on Instagram is to just be in it for the long haul. Like, oh, yeah. I think that's true with anything is like, the more you do it and the more you put into it and the longer you do it, the more chance you have of succeeding. Oh, definitely. But I, it's like, I don't know, I never thought I'd reach a thousand followers and I did at like the beginning of last year. And then obviously I think it is a case of that once you start getting bigger, likes and stuff become a lot more often, a lot more frequent, but I do think you hit a wall as well. It is really weird. And again, the algorithm was fucked. Like I say, some artwork I might put up that's sick as fuck and it just doesn't get shown to anybody for no reason. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't get the algorithm. I don't think anyone ever will. But then I'll post something and something out of nowhere it's got fucking 500 likes and I don't know why. If you know what I mean. It's one of those. It's definitely a tough one to try and figure out. Uh, which oh, yeah. is why I picked it like as the first topic to kind of cover because I figured that people would be interested to hear on people's uh, views and, and thoughts about it because it's just like there is no answer and like i've seen loads of people talk and and watch videos around like how to get more followers on instagram and it's literally no one really knows they just throw shit out there and hope it works yeah. and i think that's the current thing your time matters like what time you, you upload and what time you put questions up and shit which uh, i'm not gonna lie i post basically around the same time i'll post at night but that's me. I know people who post at like bang on 12 o'clock because that's usually when people go for the lunch and they'll be on the phones or bang on six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning because people are getting up for work and like five o'clock in the evening because people are finishing work. It's one of them. But at the same time, when I've done stuff, I did like a week last year where I uploaded uh, twice a day. Once at, when I woke up for work because I was having days for a week. So I thought, right, fuck it. When I get up at seven, I'll upload. And then when I finish work at four or five o'clock, I'll upload then. And I, my interaction was fucking wank. It was actually worse than when I post at the time I do now. Mm, so, it's a bit weird. I, I think, I, yeah, there is no answer, is there? Like, I've, I've spoken to a couple of people and they've said, if you post on a Tuesday and a Thursday morning, you're really, you're like, you're, you're really likely to succeed because that was originally when, like, uh, music got released, like, albums and stuff, and stuff got released at the cinema. So, like... Yeah. Instagram's kind of followed that like Tuesday and Thursday morning is the day when it makes sense to release stuff and I, I don't know if it works I've never really tried it or experimented but like yeah it's it's I don't I don't know if it really matters that much no I don't think it matters but that's me so I'm really out of questions so I don't know if uh, anyone else got anything else 
Well, I, well, like I was saying, like I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I don't really care what's up, when I upload, what I upload, how I upload. Like, there's no format to how I'm uploading. I just upload when I upload. Like, I've got so many paintings and drawings that I just haven't uploaded yet. Like, they're in archive, ready to upload. I just, I just forget. <laughs> I'm terrible for it. But like, when I do upload, like my interactions very consistent. Like. I'm always getting the same people interacting. I'm never like losing followers, even though I haven't posted. Like my most recent one was done on the 17th of June. Like, you know, it's the 26th now. That's like nine days ago. But, you know, you get people who upload every day, sometimes twice a day or every other day. But I don't know. I think it's because I'm so interactive with like my story and stuff. You know, like always like interacting through that way that people know, oh, he's not like just a dead page. Yeah. yeah, but then like sometimes I'll, I don't know, post like a sheet or a design or something, and then you know, people will be like, oh, you know, that's really sick or whatever. But yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't feel pressured at all to upload stuff or you know share whatever, because I don't know. I, I I'm quite. I I don't know. I like the old school thing of you know, if you want to see my work, come to the studio. I quite like that, but that's just me. That's just me. And, you know, it might work out, it might not. Like, before lockdown, I was doing all right in the studio. I think I was hitting, like, a really good spot, and then obviously lockdown happened happened and <laughs> fucked us all over. But... Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. But, yeah, I don't mind, um, I don't mind, like, uploading whenever. I just, I just don't really care. Yeah. Like, at the moment, I've got, I'm doing it, like, you know, trades like we've got a trade soon don't we um I don't know, I maybe a, we, might do, we might do a split sheet we need to fucking talk about that actually what's that saturday and i'll send it saturday i didn't even started it <laughs> i don't even know what to fucking do <laughs> literally like i've got these these trades with um brandon like and two split sheets i've got trades with other people like i've got loads of stuff that i'm painting but I just never upload it. I probably should. But there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think so from speaking to loads of different people, that's kind of the the split of like some people want their Instagram to like the grids to show exactly who they are and like their best stuff. And other people want it to be like uh, a day by day kind of blog. Of like, oh, I've tried this. This doesn't work. Didn't work. Here's my other things. Like, here's this, that, and whatever. So there's that kind of, yeah. Do you guys see it as you have to show your best stuff on the grid, and then you can throw whatever you want on in, uh, on the stories, or do you just put whatever you want up whenever? Oh no! If you go on some, if you go on my Instagram and you scroll down just a little bit, you'll see some shit stuff on there. Like compared to what okay. some of the stuff that I post, and I'm like, I don't care because my my. My way about it, because I'm an apprentice, if I don't showcase everything, then, you know, people are not going to know what I'm truly capable of. And, you know, it's good for me as well, because if I'm showcasing all of my work, in a year's time, I'll be able to be like, fucking hell, like, I've progressed pretty good in a year's time. Whereas if I'm constantly uploading my best stuff, in a year's time, my my best stuff, like, now, might just be like, you know, basic the same stuff in a year, basic shit in a year's time. So it's like, why? What's the point? 
I think it's the same thing with even just your drawings, man. Like, I loved backing some stuff. Like, literally, you know when you get those fucking memories and shit? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't get one. Obviously, you don't get them on Instagram, but I thought, oh, I've got them on everything else. I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll go have a look at what I did this time last year on Instagram. And I fucking hated it. <laughs> it's, obviously, yeah. it's obviously the basic idea of what I do now, but it's not the same at all. But I think, again, that's just part of being an artist. You change all the time. Yeah. Always going to be changing your style and stuff like. Like I realised the other week that I hardly put any fucking like black shading like I used to. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Half the shit I do. It's a lot more simple line work shit now compared to what it used to be. But again, I think that's because I've got an apprenticeship. So yeah. More of it in less of an artwork form and more of like flash stuff. So what I would be able to tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me and Steve had a conversation the other day. Like we, I think I was on my break. We were just having a natter. And I said to him, like, I've got a couple of pieces on my, well, there's loads of pieces on my page where I'm looking at it. And I'm like, why the fuck did I draw that? Because if anyone ever comes to me to get it tattooed, I'm going to have to turn them down. Because I'm just not going to tattoo it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just one But at the same time, like, Stevie, I don't give a fuck, like, what's on my page. I do like the fact that I think, not in the same vein as Shitwish, but if you look on my page, it is always the same. Like, it's got that white background, the black. Obviously, during lockdown, that's changed because it's other shit. Like, I've posted, like, obviously, we're practicing tattooing. I'm posting that. I'm posting stickers. I'm posting, like, Black Lives Matter thing that came up the other week, a little black thing. I've got that. I've got paintings. But at the same time, there's still that basic, it's just a black piece in the middle of a white page. Mm. But it's one of them. Again, like, going back to our first ever podcast, like, it's my fucking page. I'll post what I want. <laughs> don't bother me. People don't like it, then whatever. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? The the underlying theme is literally your Instagram is your Instagram. So just kind of do whatever you feel is right, post whatever you feel is right, do the engagement and interaction that you feel is right. And if you keep doing it, eventually you'll strike something that actually means that you're successful. Yeah, I'd say I feel quite successful with the fact that I've got like nearly 2,000 followers on my own without any kind of like payment or like, obviously I've had people promote me which is lovely, like yourself and Stevie and stuff. And you always have your friends who promote your work. But I will say, like, I've built that on my own and I'm happy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad that's how it's happened. It's not a case of, like, some of these artists who just shoot up overnight. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've... You grind for it, don't you? <laughs> you feel some kind of accomplishment. Yeah. But at the same time, like I say... I might have, like, worked hard for that and I might draw every fucking day for that. And I might, like I say, feel sorry for my, my, my followers if I don't post something. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I started it for myself. It's not for anybody else. Like, even if I don't go into tattooing, like, I never intended on tattooing when I first started my Instagram page again. I never thought I'd actually do it. I intended on just working with brands and stuff like that. And then my apprenticeship got offered me, so I took it. But it's one of those... I think, like, you've worked hard for it, so why should anybody else have a say in how you do it? Like, it's one of them. I think it's like a house. When you finally get a house, who should, like, you shouldn't really, like, you might buy a house and you might have a mortgage company, but the mortgage company can't come and tell you, oh, all right, yeah, cool, right, you can only decorate it in these colours and you can only do this work to it. At the end of the day, you, you fucking own that house. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, no, that's a that's a good way to put it. Like, your followers might help, but... Yeah. Pure page. 
Yeah, definitely. I don't know, like, like as well, like, obviously, with me, like, I have tattooed people. So it's like, I have got, I've, you know, I've got, like, less than a thousand followers. But for me, I'm really, I'm really proud that people have, like, looked at my page early on and been like, you know, his artwork's sick. I'm going to get a piece off him. And, like, I don't know, that element of, like, trust and just being being one of those people who've got a piece from me from the very beginning, like, I find that very, like, like rewarding. Yeah. Because, like, I don't post every day and I don't, like, I don't do a style that everyone enjoys. But, like, when people come and get stuff from me that I've designed or especially, like, if it's a, a design I've created and they're like, yeah, I want this, this is sick. And I'm like, wow, that's that's fucking cool. Like you, you know, if you're actually gonna have a piece of my art on your skin forever, like I think that's so much more rewarding than numbers on a fucking social media account. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where people lose touch, isn't it? That they're like I've been guilty of it as well, like chasing the number and you you're chasing that like follower amount or likes or comments or shares or whatever and then ultimately it's about interactions and I keep saying the community side of it but it genuinely is like I think I've been lucky to like obviously now know you two quite well like other artists and other people and people that have like bought a couple of times from me and that's the thing that I genuinely enjoy the most is that community side of it rather than having a massive following so yeah yeah I know what you mean but yeah, I am out of questions. So if anybody else has anything else they want to talk about. Um, I've got no one who's asked me anything because my Instagram's dead for some reason. I've not had any answers to my, my question either. <laughs> um, I did have a question, but I can't remember what it was now. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can't fucking remember. <laughs> like... If you if you weren't to use Instagram, right? How would you showcase your brand or your page? How would you how, how would you go about it? Because obviously, us as us as tattooists, apprentices, whatever you want to call us, we can do it for a portfolio. Like we can go around and be like, "Look, here's here's a book. Flick through it. That's my artwork. If you yeah. want, if you like a piece you see, take it, and I'll tattoo it on you." But you can't really do that, like, with clothes or pin badges or hats. So if you didn't have Instagram, how would you do it? So I think it would have to be going back to, like, the old school method of uh, being more, way more local. Um, yeah. I forget where I saw it. Someone said something like, um, act global, think local. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Like the global side of it is the Instagram. Like you can post something and you can reach the whole world, kind of theoretically. But like everyone can see it. Whereas you want to act as local as possible, and I think I don't do that enough. So if Instagram like disappeared tomorrow, I'd probably be screwed. But if I had that more local following and the community side of it, and like had my stock in local shops and was just more involved I think I'd be okay but that's something that I just need to work on so I, I, I think that's it like everybody relies on Instagram so much and they could literally turn around tomorrow and say no more tattoo artists or no more clothing brands and we'd all be kind of screwed well like you guys wouldn't be as much as me but like I would then have to go back to thinking about 
being more local and yeah reaching those smaller shops and people yeah. and trying to figure out how to spread my brand that way yeah, yeah. i mean i hope it doesn't happen but it doesn't mean i don't have to start looking at it so have you tried that yet have you tried putting your work in some local shops like independent brand shops and stuff because I, I had a friend who did that she got a work well she got um i did a collaboration with her bebop apparel if you remember her. yeah um, I did a collaboration with her, and she it got ended up at a place called West Coast uh, West Cove West Coast Cove. I can't remember what the fucking called. Sick clothes, but he he sold them in his shop for ages. I think he's still got some actually. But like I say, that's the classic way of doing it. Have you have you considered that, or have you done that? Or um, I haven't yet. I really need to. Um, it's really bad. Like I've literally just. It's the whole because I'm only doing it as like a hobby thing at the moment and I'm still working full time. I'm not fully doing it as much as I should, but I know in my head I should be pushing more. I should be going to all these small like clothing stores and saying like, I think Joey said it in the, from the, like the North in the episodes the other day. And he was saying that like he did it where you literally go to a shop, say, this is my brand. Like if I give you some stock, will you sell it? And then you only have to pay me when you sell it, but you can keep like a fiver of it. Yeah. And I think I need to do that way more than I do because that's a great way, especially if I like, if it goes to a, a store in Norwich and I'm like, I'm from like Norwich, I'm local and here's my stuff. People are more likely to help and support you if they realise it is a local brand and a business and someone that grew up in the area. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm completely guilty of it. I need to start looking and approaching and promoting more than I do, especially locally because it's just, it doesn't happen and I should. I think that's naturally reached the end of the uh, episode, isn't it? Uh, give me a sec. Let's check one last time, see if I've got any fucking questions. Probably not. Maybe it will be like after we've done this one and people realise that we're actually responding. I'll, there'll be I'll more people. question once this ends. There's no point keeping it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I got nothing. No. I mean, I think we've covered like the top, the main focus of what you wanted to talk about is like how Instagram's influenced us. How how do we think like you know we could change it and stuff? And I think we've hit every single point that we wanted to hit with the with the episode. So obviously, you've got what you what you came for, yeah, sort of thing. But anything else we've spoken about is just you know an added extra as well. Plus, you know. With podcasts, like, I don't know if, like, I'm sure you guys listen to them, but, you know, it's good, like, that, you know, you've listened to them for so long, but then you don't, you they're nice to come to a natural end because you don't want to just feel like they're forced, like, in, like you said, like an interview or anything, because then the yeah. listener will be like, oh, they're just doing this for content now rather than actually wanting to enjoy it. So then it's kind of, like, nice that it comes to a natural close because then it's like, right, it's come to a close, it's chilled, like, you know, just give it a listen, and then that's it, it's done. Like you've listened to the podcast, yeah, yeah, I think definitely. And it's, it's like you said, we had the structure of we're going to talk about Instagram and how it's influenced us and, and whatever, and then we kind of rambled and went on to other things, and it's been quite natural, so it's not like forced or anything. So, probably is a good time to wrap it up, yeah. yeah. Like, I think we've been speaking on it for ages, like, I don't know how long we've been on it for, but I feel like it's been a while, it's been about an hour and a half. Yes. See, that's. I think that's a pretty decent length for a for a good and informative podcast. Yeah, I agree on that. 
Definitely. Well, thanks both. Nice. All right. Cheers for uh, cheers for having me on, and obviously having just a sick little chat. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> right. Cheers, guys. No worries. I'll catch you later.